Blog Talk Radio. Everybody and welcome to episode 121 of Trundle Bed Tales. This is Prairie Patchwork on the 50th anniversary of the Laura Ingalls Wilder pageant. And with that, let's go to a little housekeeping. Regular listeners will know that means I hit the wrong button. So let's try it one more time. Okay, and with that, uh, we are. Um, I want to welcome you to Trundle Bed Tales, the podcast about Laura Ingalls Wilder, historic foodways, one-room schools, and other social history. This is Sarah Utah, the host and creator of Trundle Bed Tales. Find us all around the web under Trundle Bed Tales and on your favorite social media platform. Also, wherever you get your podcasts. And please, when you can, leave uh, positive likes and reviews. So this helps other people find the show. Now, uh, in terms of our housekeeping, you can be part of the show by calling 714-242-5253. That's 714-242-5253 or toll-free 1-877-633-9389. That's toll-free 1-877-633-9389. Three three nine three eight nine, and uh, on the coming up events, I want to tell you that on July twenty fourth, I am going to be in Desmet, South Dakota, as part of the fiftieth anniversary project we're talking today. And on the first Saturday in August, I uh, I am going to be in Broke, Iowa for a fundraiser event that they are having. And those are um, my scheduled uh, presentations so far this year. If you'd like to have one, it isn't too late. You can always ask your local library or museum or service group to host me in your town. Uh, We didn't have very many events this year, but they were all big ones, I'm happy to say, and hopefully next year we will be on track for more. Now, I should give you a warning that I am currently coming to you from my living room with the windows wide open, and for some reason, people with loud trucks and motorcycles have decided that this is the perfect place for them to drive. We've got a lot more of them this year than we ever have had before, by a lot. So if you hear uh, noises of cars or trucks, please just let it um, 
just know that it is a separate thing and let it go. And with that, I think we have finished our housekeeping. And that gets us into what's going on with the Prairie Patchwork event. Now, as all of you, I'm sure know, 2020 was a challenging year for everybody. Most of the Laura home sites shut down to some degree. They had different um, amounts of closure. Baroque was closed all year. Walnut Grove cut down the days they were open. Uh, Mansfield was closed for a while. Well, uh, Baroque was closed for a while, too. DeSmet stayed more open than most of the home sites, but uh, it's still, it, it was a it was definitely not as much stuff going on as there usually was. So taking a leap of faith, the pageant people decided to go ahead and do a 50th event, but it was kind of late in the game that they were sure they were going to do it. So this has been a little more haphazardly organized than a lot of the other events that they have done. So if they have problems with this and they're, organization issues, please be kind and remember everybody had a terrible 2020. Oh, and before I get into this, I should also mention that during uh, this year, they're going to have the uh, anniversary celebration in Keystone of Carrie's 150th birthday, despite the fact it is now the 151st. And sadly, that one's going to be a little scaled back from what it would have been, too, but, uh, and, and I won't get to be there, but I hope some of you will. So, it uh, starts with a little bit on the history of the pageant. Now, uh, the pageant started because of Aubrey Sherwood, who was the longtime editor of the Dismet News, and she took over that position from his father. So, the Sherwoods uh, really did a lot of help building up and advertising the town. And as part of that, Aubrey Sherwood was a big proponent of Laura Ingalls Wilder. He not only published articles about her regularly, he also attended Laura Ingalls Wilder events. He wrote to Mrs. Wilder and I think Rose Wilder Lane and got information. And when the, and I, I don't have the actual name of the show because the names changed through the years, and I'm not positive of what it was during this time. But when I was growing up, Hallmark Hall of Fame was the name of a miniseries show. So they would have movies, and I couldn't tell you how often, every once in a while they would have a movie. They were known for their very high-quality production and uh, it was a really special event, almost like a theatrical movie, but done uh, for television. And they would, it, it was a very high class thing. Um, the favorite production I had that they ever did was Sarah Plain and Tall with, with Glenn Close. And I really recommend you look for it. Now, they did that before on the radio where they would do these productions, high-class things, 
um, done from books, done from original stories, all that kind of thing. And one time they decided to do a, a radio episode telling the story of the long winter. And it's a dramatized account with the different people talking. The, someone was playing Pa, someone was playing Laura, that kind of thing. And telling the story. Uh, and it was because of that episode, Aubrey Sherwood heard it and he said to himself, that is the kind of thing we ought to be having in Smet. So when people come to visit Laura, they can actually have an event to come to, a reason to come right now. They can feel like they're visiting Laura people. And he bought the, the um, rights to that script. And they started, they did the Little House pageant a couple times. And starting in 1971, they did it every year. So they have been doing it for 50 years. Where they do it now is on the pageant grounds. If you are coming into DeSmet from the east, uh, there are, will be signs pointing you in the right direction. Uh, you can also follow the signs to the Ingalls Homestead, and you'll see it from there. It's right next door to the Ingalls Homestead. And there are a row of little houses. Now, it's different going to the DeSmet pageant than it is to the other two pageants. DeSmet has the luxury of having multiple books written about it. So they are, they've done it several different ways. Um, some, they tend to have new scripts every time. So unlike Walnut Grove, where they have a long tradition of building on the same story, putting in things that work, taking out things that don't, kind of experimenting a little, but really polishing hard their original work. And DeSmet, they flip through and do the different um, events. Now, this year for uh, DeSmet, they're having, I think, probably fewer people than normal. I know Walnut Grove is. So it's a little different, but you go out there, uh, you pay your admission fee, you go in, they give you a little newspaper with the events and everything, they give you, they usually, I'm not sure if they're doing it this year or not, they usually give you tickets to ride the wagon, um, the covered wagon, and they um, have photo boards where you can get your picture taken, they have a concession stand, they have a gift shop, and uh, you really feel a lot more like uh, you're eavesdropping on the angles. I always say Walnut Grove is more Hollywood, more finely tuned, but it uh, feels more like you're just dropping in on the angles and smet. Their sets are these little buildings, and they open up the front, and there are the sets. And they sometimes rework which set is being what. And there's some odds and ends they change every year. And you can see Pa's cottonwood behind them and the land that Pa owned, owned behind them. They do a little bit more with animals than they do in Walnut Grove in terms of having the horses there for you to actually ride. Um, they sometimes do more and sometimes do less with animals within the production as it changes every year. Oh, and... Uh, Walnut Grove, you really want to sit in their seats, the reserved ones, 
in DeSmet, there are benches, but I recommend bringing your own chair and not using the benches as your feet rest or what you put your chair up to. There's plenty of room in there for the chairs to be separate in between the uh, boards. Um, but people have gotten less and less good about doing that lately. So make sure you leave room for other people. It's kind of the important takeaway from that. It's also a little different because it's earlier. Now, uh, uh, Walnut Grove's pageant, Mansfield's pageant, they like to wait till it's kind of getting dark, and they use the darkness as part of the pageant in terms of lighting and special effects. DeSmet does theirs a little earlier. They didn't used to, but they do now. Uh, and it's usually still twilight when you get done with it, sometimes even earlier than that. So it is something to be aware of. Also, if you go and see the pageant one night, you have just as well seen it the second night. So everybody is going to it then. That's a great time to go swimming in the hotel pool. It's a great time to go around and get pictures of the night because most people will be over at the pageant. Or you can see the pageant too nice. All right, that's the pageant a celebration in general. So what they did this time is there's three weekends. One is July 9th, 10th, and 11th. One is July 16th, 17th, and 18th. And one is July 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Each one of these has a different theme. The one that we've already missed before I did this has what theme was authors. And that was William Anderson, uh, everybody should know, Cindy Wilson, who did the beautiful snow book about the long winter, Ben Jones, who's the South Dakota state historian, um, Stacy Jones, who is an author and a former DeSmet resident, and uh, Julie um, Miller, who did her Quilting with Laura thing. So uh, the second weekend, the theme was artists, and uh, there's going to be South Dakota art show on uh, on Saturday the 17th, there's a Midwest Fresh Food Truck on the 17th, a concert with brulee with dancers, uh, which is a Native American ceremony thing, and that's going to uh, be at 4 p.m., and that's going to also require tickets. Now, the last Thing, or the last weekend, the one that's coming up is going to be the Actors Weekend. And Ellison uh, Arngram, who played Nellie Olson in the NBC version of the TV show, and Dean Butler, who played Elmanza Wilder in the NBC version of the television show, are both going to be there. They previously were at um, DeSmet for the DeSmet event that they had a couple years ago. And um, they, uh, so they're both back. They've been there before. They're both really fun people to talk to. I really like them. And they are, have both um, been interviewed on this program. And I will go back and add links to those interviews in the write-up. This time they are charging for autographs. $5 for an autograph, $10 for an autograph photo, 
and $25 for photo, an opportunity for a photo with them. And there's going to be, and I'm going to turn over to the different things they're going to have. So um, there's going to be events during the day I'm going to come back to in a second because I'm going through things on the list that the pageant put out. And But I do want to point out that Allison is going to be doing her comedy show Sunday, July 25th at 3 p.m. Now, which reminds me, I haven't bought my tickets yet. I need to do that. All right. Uh, then they're also going to have Marion Kramer, who's done a lot of work on getting oral histories from people and turning them into booklets and also done a lot of stuff in the one-room school at the Ingalls Homestead. There's going to be on every Sunday of those three weekends at 10 a.m. an outdoor church service at the pageant grounds. There's going to be activities and wagon rides prior to the pageant performance. I guess they are having those this year. And they are also going to be doing cemetery tours, although they are not going to be done by Nancy Cleveland, who uh, has previously done them for some of the events. And with that, I'm going to kind of go over the ones that, the specific events that were for the first weekend, we basically have covered the highlights of that. Uh, This coming Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they are going to have, starting on Saturday, uh, DeSmet Cemetery Tour at 10 a.m., They're going to have arts and artists in South Dakota as a panel discussion at 1 p.m. And and then they'll have an art alley where you can meet the artists and view and purchase the art at 2 p.m. There is also going to be the concert I mentioned before. And uh, it's, oh, I should mention, there will be events different places, some at the pageant grounds, some at the Desmet Event Center, and just um, around town. So you want to make sure you walk around town if you're going. All right. Now, on each weekend, and again, I'm going through their uh, information flyer they put out. Uh, each weekend, uh, they're going to have uh, a speech by Marion Kramer uh, on the 10th, the 16th, the 17th, and the 24th at 2 p.m. And that's going to be funded by the South Dakota Humanities Council. On the pageant grounds, on Sunday, they're having a church service at 10 a.m., wagon rides and horse demonstrations, face painting, cornhole challenge, and a handmade quilt raffle. At the American Legion Hall and Smet Fire Hall, they're having their pancake breakfast on Sundays at 9 a.m., which is a fundraiser for the fire department. It's a volunteer fire department, and it is a great thing to help donate them. So if you're there on a Sunday morning, definitely look to head to that. There, and so that moves us over to the last weekend, the weekend I'm going to be there. Now, this was, I'm not, the way my schedule worked out, I am not going to get to be there on Friday until the evening. So uh, I will miss this, which I'm very sorry that I'm going to miss. But they're going to have um, 
special guests, uh, Allison Ingram and Dean Butler, Friday at the Smet Event Center, autographs at 11 a.m., and a Little House Scenes auction and reading at 3 p.m. And what that is, is there's going to be an auction for you to help vote on what scenes they are going to do. And they are going to do a reader's theater version of Little House Scenes. And I'm not sure if they're from the books or if they're from the TV show from this. Um, but it's going to be a really great time. If you are on there on Friday, 3 p.m., make sure you're there at the auction. On the pageant grounds, there's going to be a photo opportunity uh, at 5.30. Phil Baker is going to be doing children's music and entertainment at 6. And there's going to be an Ask the Actors Q&A Friday at 7. And that's a chance, you'll, you'll have a chance to ask at questions about the TV show, about the actors, and their lives, other projects they've done, the fact that Dean Butler went on to be uh, a Gidget husband in the new Gidget, which I watched just because he was in it, and uh, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer and a couple other things. So you can talk, ask him about those if you want to. Now, on Saturday, they are going to have another chance for autographs at 9 a.m. They are going to do a Dismet Cemetery tour at 10 a.m., they are going to do bringing Little House to life on stage and screen and have the actors do a panel discussion about that at 1 at the DeSmet Event Center. They're going to have me, yay, doing in the, kit, in the Pioneer Kitchen with Laura, uh, where I'm going to be talking about Laura's life and also historic foodways. It's a great program. People like it. It takes volunteers. I hope to see you then at 3 p.m. Then there's going to be another photo opportunity with the actors at 3.30. Now, on the pageant grounds, there's going to be food by Midwest Fresh from 5 to 8 p.m. That's the food cart, food truck they mentioned before. There's going to be autographs at 5.30. There's going to be a Corey Shellista band on Saturday and Sunday both at 6 p.m. There's going to be a Laura, Nellie, and Almanzo lookalike contest at 7 p.m. There's going to be autographs on the pageant grounds at 9 a.m. And then there's going to be a story time with Allison and Dean reading Little House stories at 11 a.m. And on Sunday on uh, the at 3 p.m., they're going to have Allison Ingram's comedy show and that is a lot going on considering it was kind of some of it was planned at the very last minute and I hope that I will really see you there it sounds like there's some great stuff going on it's going on all over town you if you can you can still get there uh, this weekend and if you can't I really hope that you can make it next weekend where you can see me in the uh, Pioneer Kitchen uh, as Laura in the Pioneer Kitchen, which I think you will very much like. At least I hope so. And with that, I am about ready to, to end up today's program.
um, since we are at the end, I will uh, get, uh, in, well, at, at the end, I do want to uh, point out that it's great to go for any of the pageants. Uh, I strongly encourage you to go to the ones in Dismet and in Walnut Grove and in Mansfield. Be sure to check the dates and that they're really having a program before you go with Walnut Grove pre-buy tickets with the ones in Dismet and Mansfield don't. It isn't worth it, even if you can get it worked out. Um, then take a chair for the Dismet pageant. You don't need one for Walnut Grove or for Mansfield. If you choose not to get the reserved seating, which has chairs, and sit on a blanket up in the back of the hill, make sure you bring a blanket. Make sure you bring um, bug spray, even though honestly, in the last few years that I have done a pageant, and this is this is actually, I think, the longest I've been between seeing a pageant, but for probably about five years before that, I really haven't had to use much in the way of bug spray, but uh, it's still good to have it. I also think it's good to bring a sweatshirt or something if it gets late. Sometimes it gets hot, sometimes it doesn't. So make sure you have a couple options with you, clothes-wise. Make sure you hit the gift shops at both pageants because you want these pageants to keep going. And one way to do that is to make sure they have money. And buying things in the gift shop really helps with that. And I really just hope that you will take a chance to go to one of these pageants. Um, if not this year, some year, and go to all of them because they are really different experiences. Um, and the, along the lowest lines, the Walnut Grove next anniversary will be next year. So hopefully by then everybody will be open all the time and there won't be any question and things will get organized way early and I'll actually be able to have someone from the celebration and not just me come on and do a, a preview. And with that, I hope you brighten the corner where you are. Be sure to find me all around the web at Trundlebed Tales and YouTube on my blog, on Twitter, on Facebook on Instagram, and make sure wherever you get to blog, you use positive feedback to help people find the show. I am hoping that we'll be getting some more regular uh, pro or episodes, but we will have to see how that goes. I always hope that. And that should be it for me today. Remember to brighten the corner where you are and listen to Trendle Bed Tales.